Hey, Earl, uh, today's podcast is brought to us by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. That's Mr. Hepner to you, Mr. Oh, Scott Novel. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Earl Hepner. Uh, look, it's free audiobook. You know, I, I you seem like a man that likes to read. I don't like to read. You don't like to read? I like listening to things. I have this little thing in my ear, and people tell me what to do. Oh, well, hey, you can make your own decisions, you know. You can count to three. You can count to ten. You can listen to books to however you uh, want to. Uh, 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 I screw people. You screw people. People tell me to screw people, and I screw them. Well, <laughs> well, you get a free audio book, Earl. If you, the beauty is that you don't have to read anymore. Are you telling me there's a book out there that's going to tell me to screw things? What's there's a possible book that could ever tell me to screw things? A possible book that could ever tell you to Fifty Shades of Grey? I'm sorry? Fifty Shades of Grey. What is that? See, you're a referee who believes in black and white. That's what you wear. That you just see everything in a black and white sort I of wear setting. these stripes because it's what I believe. Yeah, the, 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 there's no shades of gray. Let me tell you, Earl, there's 50 shades of gray out there. Are you telling me we live in a multi-tiered world where there's no such things as black and white, but just an ever-changing shade between? No. E.L. James is telling you that. Oh. And I wouldn't even... I, I, I'm not going to read it to you. I'm not going to read you the book. You're not even going to read it yourself. You can get a free audiobook download of Fifty Shades of Grey, book one or book two. Doesn't matter where you start. What can I listen to it on? Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash network. You can have those, and there's over 100,000 titles to choose from, Earl. Think of how many shades of gray that is. That's more than 50. It is more that's than 50. A of, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. If you don't get it, you're screwing yourself. Then it's Earl screwed Earl. Story of my life. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I am Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. You were looking away. You weren't even knowing that I was starting. Uh, no, I knew you were. There's all these note cards all over the fucking... Uh... Please read one. Really? Uh... Hey, everybody. We're a comedy wrestling podcast, and now get ready for some comedy note cards. I believe these are from a recent roast that were not used. This is like, this is a huge stack of note cards. Is it's... that all one person that's being roasted there? No, I think it's a couple different people. All right, well, let's let's have one. Uh, it's an honor to be here with all of Craig's friends who haven't outgrown him yet. Who who haven't outgrown him yet. Yeah! yeah. Fuck you, Craig. <laughs> How do you do? <laughs> Cane and uh, hat. Tap dance off. <laughs> hey, uh, there was recently some pictures of him online with Sans Mask. Oh, yeah. With Vince Vaughn? Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what I heard, too. I, I guess we both haven't seen these pictures. I want Have you heard about this? Have you heard about these pictures that you haven't seen? Have I, you heard these? I fought the urge because I don't know why it's so intriguing to see Kane with his mask off when we've seen Kane without his mask for years. You know, literally for years he didn't wear a mask. And whenever the, someone says like, "Yeah, Undertaker not in the ring. Uh, Kane not wearing a mask." Ooh, oh wow. What? Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, I, I, I got to see that. Daniel Bryan before his crazy ass beard. Yeah, uh <laughs> Ryback with his shirt off. 
Mark Henry at 300 pounds. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, so, I mean, these are all, the, the, they're grabbers. They get you, and you click on it, and you go, whoa! I have, wait, I've seen this. Rube. Although, him and Vince Vaughn, I, I am curious to see the picture. I, I guess I, I want to see that movie. The oh really yeah the internship too yeah no I don't I don't think it'd be the internship maybe it'd be like the wedding crashers the bigger <laughs> crashers oh, you just call it the same name but you add the it's that whole fast and here no thing. let me let me try real quick it's the wedding crashers again and Kane is the matri- the patriarch of a giant backwards like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre family the funeral crashers oh perfect oh man and oh but who's gonna play uh um uh uh Paul Bear. Uh anybody, an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Paul Giamatti. Well, I know Paul Giamatti. Oh, that's what I heard. Well, because we, the we had time... him on that bo- on the podcast. You guys really hit it off. Well, I I impersonated him. I fooled you by my acting technique of doing Paul Giamatti, oh, but right, I right. know Paul Giamatti and I was just doing an impersonation of him. He listened and he was flattered. Uh really? Yeah. Do you think he'd do the show sometime? He could do it at any time. Really? Yeah. We'll call him up. Let's talk to you him. You want me to call Paul Giamatti call right now? Call up Paul Giamatti right now. We, got- are, we are a comedy wrestling uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, we can call Paul Giamatti. He's a he's famous a, actor. He's an avid wrestling fan. Come on. He is an avid wrestling fan. I'm not. He look, was in Shoot 'em Up. He's mad about what I said about Shoot 'em Up because he's in Shoot 'em Up with Christian Cage. Well, let's prank call him real quick. No, let's not prank call him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, but it's a comedy wrestling podcast. We can't start with Paul Giamatti and not. We just... are. We're clearly heading that route. I'm dialing. We started with uh, roast cards. And when I say dialing, I mean I've handed you the receiver. I need you to dial. I All don't right. know his number. I'm dialing it in. Yeah, there it goes. It rings. Okay. Hello? Yes? Hi. Uh, is your refrigerator running? Uh, of course it is. It's, uh, I'm, I'm Paul Giamatti, uh, award-winning actor. I, I can afford a nice, expensive refrigerator that runs at all times. Oh, well, uh... It's General Electric. Not that I'm doing a commercial spot for them, because they haven't paid me, but if I were to do a commercial, it'd be a, it'd be a very, uh, psychologically intense commercial, because it'd be a well-thought-out character. I imagine, yeah. You're actually an amazing actor, Paul Giamatti. May I ask, who's this? this? Who's this? Who's, who's speaking to me on the phone? Scott, hang up the phone. Scott, hang up the phone. Hang up the phone. All right, I hung up. Oh, man. Why'd you do that? It was I, I panicked. Well, good thing I called from your phone. Oh, how he's going to – he's not going to know who that is. Yeah, uh, yeah, he is. He's, he's going to know that he's not wanting that guy for his next movie, Star of Human Centipede 3. Speaking of not wanting people for movies, now let's talk about some wrestling. Oh, uh, we're not going to check in on the Human Centipede? Oh, well, what do you want to know? I want to know what they served. Uh, quick headshot for everybody. Steve <laughs> Sears. Quick headshot for everybody. Uh, Steve Sears was in Human Centipede 3, and from week to week, I am asking him about the movie or the experience. Human Centipede 3, update, watch, update. Um, what did they serve to eat for lunch? Uh, I, I mentioned earlier on the very first day of shooting, they served like big like bratwurst and cabbage. Mm-hmm. That's really. I think you mentioned that to me off the air. Uh, no, I think I, we mentioned it on the air. Well, either way, it's still amazing. And then they also did pizza dough cocktail weenies, which were delightful. But they had them lined up like they were in a tiny little cocktail weenie human centipede, right? Okay. Or a cocktail weenie centipede. What about for dinner? Uh, never did dinner. It was always just the one meal. No breakfast. Uh, once. God, one day they had like a bread egg lasagna. Like covered in like a chipotle tapatio, and I was like, "Well, that's a like that's a gut buster right there." 
Somebody was loading up on that day. And that was a that was a full on like on your knees day. I remember. And I remember it, like questionably eating it like, should I eat this? There's somebody behind me today. I probably shouldn't eat this, but I was so fucking hungry. Were Just there, like the movie. I was so hungry I had to eat something. Were there female crew members? Yeah. Were they happy to be there? Yeah. They were delightful. I mean, they were I whenever you're on set like the like whoever the production coordinator is usually is some tough grizzled broad who like who's really polite but at the same time you don't want to cross her because at any moment she could just fucking snap your spine. Oh, like a May Young. Yeah. Yeah, like a May Young. That makes sense. But usually attractive. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, gee, take that May Young. Man, you you should write that on a card. Yeah. <laughs> Burn her real good for a roast. Yeah, like Mae Young, but usually attract. She was a looker back in the day. Uh, yeah, she looked way different than she does now. She looked like a woman rather than uh than Popeye. Well, she does look like she looks like a female. She does sort of look like Popeye now. She's still pretty. I mean, like if she was your grandma, you'd be like, "You're looking great today, grandma." And then you'd like you'd want to step back real quick if she's like, "Are you sassing me?" And she'd just throw that fist, <laughs> grab you by the throat. I Man, she would eat your spinach. Yeah, we we talk about this every once in a while, but she really looks like she busted diva's nose. Like she never, she always looks like she's gonna ready to go for it. Yeah, she wants to fight all the time. It seems like yeah, it's great. Her and Brock Lesnar should be a tag team. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be so great. Brock Lesnar and Gammy. <laughs> um, well, big news, big news. The today while driving up here, I kept checking my phone because it took three hours to get up here. That's all those road agents calling you. Yeah, all all those road agents, Paul Heyman and yeah. Snow. Did you say Al Snow? I don't know. <laughs> it was Al Jolson. Sorry. Oh, Al Jolson. Um, Fatty Arbuckle. <laughs> Jeez, won't stop calling you. TNA has made some huge roster cuts. They are cutting down the roster because of uh, monetary reasons. We were talking. I was wondering why, and you think that it's road costs, right? For <laughs> for paving roads. For paving roads. They I always can't put be America, donated anymore. Put America to work. Well, okay. Let me give you the story. This is uh, from PW Insider. TNA is cleaning up the roster this week by releasing several stars. Reports CW, PWInsider.com. The first wave of cuts, as confirmed by their profiles, by uh, being removed from TNA's website include gut check winners Christian York and Taylor Hendricks, uh, Crimson and Joey Ryan. Uh, let me see who else here. Also, former Knockouts champion Madison Rain announced on Twitter that her contract with TNA has ended. So I don't know if she's going to sign again or not. I found out recently also Doug Williams at the end of May. His contract expired, and then they didn't reach an agreement, so then he was gone. Uh, and then during this budget cleanup process, PW Torch has learned from a source that TNA has been uh, about one month behind on payroll. This has affected everyone's pay on the roster. Everyone? Everyone. Hmm. What do you mean, hmm? Well, I just think it's interesting. Paul Giamatti doesn't work for them, Steve. Okay, all right. I just feel like some people, like, you think Hulk Hogan would skip a paycheck? No. Yeah, I think everyone... I think he would say Brooke is going to skip a paycheck. Before he does? Yeah, well, he, he would just or say... Or no, he would just like... Brooke is going to skip a paycheck. Hey, hey, sweetie, you're not going to get paid this week. <laughs> week? I, don't, I don't think he'd tell her. Yeah, she just wouldn't get paid? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that happening. Daddy, can I have my allowance? <laughs> no. 
Uh, a leg drop. I don't think Hogan would miss a paycheck. I don't think Kurt Angle would miss a paycheck. And our baby certainly will not be missing a paycheck. It's Joker Sting. Hey, guys, I thought I'd just bounce in here and answer some of your questions. We are not in crisis mode. We are not in crisis mode at uh, Impact Wrestling. All right, I just want to point that out. I'm not missing paychecks. I'm not missing. I'm not missing a paycheck. Uh, Sting, if I may point out, you seem to be you're in main event mafia mode. Oh, yeah, that's a big paycheck right there. You're wearing the glasses, and you have parts of your suit. You don't have a full... I mean, you're there's no collared shirt. You're wearing a tank top underneath. Uh, there's no tie, uh, and you're just wearing... I sold that. I sold all that stuff for chump change, man, for chump change, because I don't even need it. I sell things for money, and I just take it, because, you know, that's what I do. I'm the stinger, baby, all right? That's how I take care of business. I sell pieces of my suit for little to no revenue, because I don't even need it, because I'm not missing a paycheck. Oh, no. No. No, 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 Spats over your dress socks. These spats are to keep my dress socks up just like my attitude because I'm in the main event mafia because that is how I roll. Well, you're not wearing dress shoes. There's no tie. There's no dress shirt. Uh, you don't, you have, you wrote on your wrist, it says watch. That is where a watch goes. I'm rich enough to know where a watch goes because every time is stinger time. Hey, look up. (laughs) Okay. If those were rafters, I'd be up there. But I'd be making this face right here. <laughs> you're making a face at me. You're okay. You're made of a mafia, but you you're not fully decked out. I'm wondering that you, maybe you are missing a paycheck. That you're not getting paid because you're not wearing the nicest everything because you don't have it all. You said you sold it. I just want to point out for something, okay? I just want to let stop you, eating our grapes. I just want look, look. I just want to let you wait, out. wait. wait. The, you can have as many grapes as you want once Thank we're done you. talking. I, I appreciate it. Once we're done talking, wait, look. I just these grapes. Don't are so put good. those grapes in your pocket. Do you need food? I want to take these grapes with me. All right. I want. Well, I'm not moving perfect. Sting. I'm not moving perfect. Sting. Sting. Look, you got grapes everywhere. All right. Listen to me. Listen to me. All right. Full disclosure. Full disclosure, full disclosure, okay? Are you are you making people get fired because you're in the main event mafia and trying to get... Don't use our <laughs> shea butter. That's our shea butter. Look, I need to put shea butter on so this makeup just comes right off at the end of the night and during matches, okay? Look, repeat your question. I'm, I'm full disclosure, Scott. I, I am the representative of Impact of wrestling, of the alternative of wrestling, which is the name we're not going to be using anymore. We're not <laughs> going to be using the name Impact Wrestling, the alternative. Okay. Well, that's good All enough. seriousness. I am here. You, look, there. Look, I only got about uh, a minute and a half left. <laughs> that's not, you're drawing that in right now. Just if you could see the long hand. You wrote a minute and a half left, and you're counting it down by drawing out minute 29, minute 28, Minute twenty six. Look, and that hair, that arm hair. These gut check winners. This whole idea of, of of new talent coming in. These young guys coming in. But yet you and Hogan and all these older names that you know don't necessarily wrestle. All Kevin the time. Nash, Scott Steiner, John Waltman. Are they coming back? Are they going to? They've be the actually minute? been on the payroll consistently since. Uh, well, since you've seen them on the TV. Wait.
wait a minute. You you keep paying them? Yeah, of course. They Kevin Nash has got a great deal with Impact. Why? Why? What are you paying him for? He, hey, what? Why not? He wrestles smart. <laughs> He's not wrestling at all. Yeah. That that's uh, oh damn it. <laughs> God damn. Oh, oh, man, that Kevin Nash. Oh, that Kevin Nash. Well, then wait. Why are you paying X-Pac? Why are you paying Sean Waltman? Oh, man, just, you know, because the whole asshole thing. Well, because he tore his asshole? Yeah, on... come on, man. Everybody deserves a paycheck if they get their asshole torn. Okay, one. So that's not... Steve Sears knows what I'm talking about. I'm sure he does. He's in Human Centipede 3. I know. I can't wait. Look, when I put this black face on my mouth right here, it looks like I've been... Ah, oh, never mind. No, Sting... Stop it. You're clearly talking to my road agent, Al Jolson. I want to know why you're getting paid clearly not as much as you should be, but why these other guys are getting fired and let go. Full disclosure, Scott. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. Joker's thing. They don't fit in the van. They don't fit in the van? Yeah, the van in between venues when we're on the road. You mean to tell me that all of you ride in one van? All of the talent, all of the crew, everybody rides in one van? Scott, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. We have a series of four vans. You're holding up three fingers. That's right. Four vans. <laughs> one, two, four vans. We have four vans that entire the entire roster. The crew guys got trucks. The celebrities got their helicopters. We got vans. Okay. They can't fit in the vans, so you're firing them? Yeah, how are people supposed to fit passengers into a minivan? It's ridiculous, so you gotta let them go. I mean, that's, I'm the stinger, so I think I should know how you do a little bit of human math. All right, Sting, I, there's so many points about that that I could object to, but it's not my business. I, I feel bad for all these people that Hey, are... hey, hey, but you have a podcast, man. You're a peripheral of the business. I'm a peripheral? Of the business. Of the business. You're a, a peripheral of the business, Scott Naver. You're What you say and what you do affects what people do and think about when they're watching it. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe you could just have those people then rent their own cars to get to the venue. What, out of their own pocket? Yeah. How the hell are they going to pay for it? We haven't paid anybody in weeks. <laughs> All right, Sting, get out of here. <laughs> Don't. I, I see him going to the bathroom taking the toilet paper. Uh, we need that. For craps and stuff. <laughs> and stuff. I guess if you're going to wipe the lid after, if you, you know. Yeah, if it's a little spillage. <laughs> spillage. If it's especially explosive. Yeah. Hey, this no, is. No, I meant pee. You know I what? meant pee. I was sick. Uh, I was sick last week, week before. I was really sick. Yeah. Remember when I was really you sick? You had a chest infection. I had a chest infection. Uh, I was using the toilet paper to blow my nose. Why? Because I don't have any tissues. I'm not going to use a rough, coarse paper towel. Oh, no, the paper towels are a terrible idea. Have you ever used a paper towel like in a public restroom to blow, blow your nose? Yes, and I was not happy about it. Yeah, it's like using it's like using I, it's like using graph paper. I use the air blower instead. Just it's not rocket it. Yeah, that's not. It just gets like it right it. out of there. You blow it and then. Shoom. Or if you the the hand wrap, you know, like it's where you stick your hands in. I've I, done that once. And that thing freaks me out. It's weird. I, I think I'm gonna it's gonna lock up and I'm gonna have toaster hands. <laughs> toaster hands. Um, it's like putting your hand down a garbage disposal when it's not on and you still go, oh, my chop my hand up. I got to get this fork out of there. Yeah, that's the worst. I wish there was some way to set off like an electro, like an EMP, like a nuclear. There bomb, is a nuclear bomb in the upper atmosphere to ruin all electronics so I can get stuff out of the disposal. That's the only way I feel comfortable with it. No. Well, just have me hold the light switch down the entire time. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck oh, you. man, I Fuck got you. you. Look at your hand. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, so I blew my nose. What's up, woodshop teacher? I blew my nose, and it was neon orange. Neon orange? Yeah. Like that thing behind you right there? Yes. That is neon orange? It was glowing. Drive? It was glowing. It, lo- it looked like a flavor of Gatorade. Why didn't you tweet it? I should have. Uh, a picture? Yeah. Uh, I should have. Yeah. I should have. Uh, and I, fa- I Googled that, and I found out, like, extreme colors like that. Cancer. <laughs> no, it means your body is staving off infection. It means it's your body is literally combating infection when it's bright colors. Like, so normally it's either, oh, I think I'm coming down with something, or I've got an infection. Never do you feel like you have, it's like, my body is actively fighting. This is so weird. This all stemmed sometime after filming Human Centipede 3. It's weird, and I cannot get rid of this shit pink eye. (laughs) Man, you should call Ryback. Yeah. God, that was so gross. How do you think he got his pink eye? I assumed uh, he slept on the bus and guys like Mark Henry would just sit on his face that haven't wiped very well. He's such a big guy. Which one? Both of them. <laughs> that's that's just what I assume. Um, Ricardo Rodriguez, the famed announcer and best pal or work associate. I was about to say best, of, uh, amigo besto. Yeah. Uh, who, who knows? Uh, an amigo primero. Bucket holder of Albert the River. Yeah. Has been suspended, violating the wellness policy. He's been suspended for 30 days. Now, we've heard there's rumors that it could be fat burners. Could be fat burners. Other rumors are it's marijuana. Which? Or as uh, they say in Mexico, marijuana. That's right. That's right. Um, God, that's just on a quick side note. Do you think that marijuana is going to be on the wellness policy forever? Um, well... I don't know. I I assume RVD doesn't have that much clout because he's coming back mm-hmm. for a short amount of time, probably because he just knows, yeah, I'm going to fail your policy. I'm going to fail. I'm going to smoke weed in front of you while I fail. God, that's so like the when people were getting busted for spice and all that weird stuff. It seems like there's so many things where it's like the pay-per-view channel. Yes, the Spice Channel. <laughs> and Evan Bourne got busted for the Spice Channel. Man, you are charging it on the WWE account. You can't do this. I don't know why you give me these cards if I'm not allowed to use them. I don't know. Sorry, that was a terrible Evan Bourne impression. <laughs> I forgot to tell you he's banned from the show. <laughs> yeah. So he's gone for 30 days. So they did that injury angle where Dolph took him out. Uh, Isn't that nice that you get so prominently featured when you, when you uh, are removed from the show? It's the blaze of glory. It's like you get to- – it's the, the blaze of glory. It's the hometown beatdown. It's all that stuff. But they hardly ever do something really embarrassing where you're removed from TV because of something just so humiliating. He tore his scrotum by st- 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 standing up from the, am- the announcement booth. Like, you know, the guy like the Big Dick Johnson, you know, that guy that would oil himself up and be the dancer and stuff like that, that writer. Yeah. That they don't make a guy like do something like that. As you're being suspended, therefore you have to do something awful on television. I just get beat by a guy or get beat up by a guy. You have to make out with Mae Young's hand, son. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, granted, I'm sure they have a lawsuit on their hands at some point. Oh, just by the humiliation factor? Yeah. No. Like, I think that's so ironclad that they put everybody through the ringer to to fire them. It's like, oh, you want to stick around because of the contract? Well, let's make life a living hell for you. (laughs) Like, I was trying to figure out the whole Vicky Guerrero angle. For a long time, like she was married to Eddie Guerrero. Okay, he passed. Okay, and she stuck around. <laughs> Didn't she get married to Edge? Oh my God, you're right. Mm-hmm. I but that whole like 
She has a job for life. Edgy Guerrero. Yeah, she has a Why job for call life. Him edgy Guerrero. That's great. No, because well, it would be a great heel move. Very good, I think. Uh, but Vince McMahon said she'd be taken care of for life. Is that why we have to see her on TV? I I I don't know. I guess so. Like, uh, so if you're if you're a screenwriter and you like get a script optioned or you get like a big deal at a at a movie studio, they'll be like, great. So whatever you write next, we'll pay you for it. And like, it's like sort of like they're gonna give you three hundred thousand dollars because they like their first script and they're gonna take whatever you make next. Okay. If you're just sitting around, they'll put you in like a TV show writing staff. And it's like, well, we already paid you the three hundred thousand. Now we need you to work for us. Like you get sort of placed in that element. And so, so it's not even what you do, right? It's they just want you to start writing the next thing. Yeah, sort of. Essentially, it's like we've given you a big payday, and we're going to be paying it to you over this increment in paychecks or whatever. We need you to also be working. Like you're under contract, so we can fit you in somewhere. You know. So that's what they're doing with Vicky. I feel like they're like, hey, so you're going to be fine for the rest of your life, and they're like, what? but we're going to call you a fat beast. Yeah. So they're like. Well, we might as well get our money's worth. And hey, so, fat beast, come here. Go on TV, you fat beast. Yeah, so they put her... Um, could you stop? My husband's dead and my two daughters uh, have to go to school and see me every day. You're calling me fat. Yeah, and so they put her to work and put her through the ringer. Wow. I guess you're right. That's, that, my, that's my guess. That's a good guess. So now, uh, Ricardo... They could have done... I think they could have done way worse for him. I think they could have done terrible things to him. Well, but what's so bad about fat burners? If it is uh, that, if, there's like, why a, is that? if there's an F, uh, methamphetamine like said, then it works faster, something. right? That's just quick results. Yeah, you, you're super focused while you're working out, or while your body's working out, and you do nothing. Um, another big thing that happened. There's so much stuff that happened in the past few days. Brooke Hogan got engaged to Phil. What? Costa. Who? Huh? Phil Costa, NFL Dallas Cowboy Phil Costa. What about what about Bully Ray? What do you mean? What about Bully Ray? Oh my God, they're still married. That's right. And Joseph Park never got to uh, he never got to pursue that annulment. No, he well last we talked to him he was uh, wrapped around a tree. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Car accidents are terrible. Car accidents are terrible. Oh, that was one of the vans. Oh my God! They had they had a van and they lost his it. mystery van driving all those guys. Maybe that's why. Maybe the, none of those people ever showed up to the show. Uh, Crimson and yeah, they got fired. Joey Ryan. They were all associates. Oh, that's bad. God, I can't. Man, talk about. No offense, but talk about just great detective work on our part. Hey, bro. Hey, high five. That was a good one. That's <laughs> a real good one. Um. So yeah, she's she's getting engaged, and it, oh here you want to see the photo? You want to see the engagement photo? Yeah, is Phil Costas related to Bob Costas? Not Costas, Costa, Costa. Check out this photo, huh? Whoa, Jesus! Are they flying through time? <laughs> it is so terrible. She's got duck mouth and red demon eye. eyes. Is that Las Vegas? And it looks like Jamie Noble is what the guy looks like. It does. Just he does super look, tall. He does look like Jamie Noble. Uh, yeah, this is the worst engagement photo I've ever seen in my entire life from someone who is having a seizure and took it on their cell phone. And you've seen nothing but trouble. I have seen nothing but trouble. I've, I'm assuming that movie doesn't get good. Yeah, I assume there's a rough so. engagement photo in there somewhere. I don't know if there is. What a weird reference that is. Um, the Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, Demi Moore, John Candy movie. Dan Aykroyd, John Candy. Uh, second time also. Multiple roles. Uh, yes. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd plays 
Oh, a creepy penis nose judge. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd plays a creepy uh, baby, and John Candy plays a sheriff and also his sister. Oh, that's right. Okay. Well, yep. And so, Chevy Chase is a dick. <laughs> um, so she's got engaged and she's married. And then with all the, the press that got released for it, and no way did they say that she works for TNA. Really? Mm-hmm. They, they did a like, press release, but no mention of... Because oh, they got like, out there because, you know, she's, she's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well-known pop singer, Brooke Hogan. Uh, Hey, everybody. Um... God, I, I'm sorry. When he comes in, I just get terrified. It's Mark Henry. I'm just surprised that the doors are always open in this place. Shut your mouth, Steve Sears. Scott Nala. He just pie-faced Steve. <laughs> yeah, you stay stuck up against the wall, little man. Mark, you've been on the show several times lately. Yeah, it's because I got a big push coming my way. But I'm riding high. I'm in the middle of it. Uh, Well, look, we... Uh, you you came in when we were talking about Brooke Hogan. Yeah, I heard. Show me that picture again. All right, here you go. I was going to bring up the press release. Man, looks like they're in a penthouse suite in some sort of, what is that, a hotel in Las Vegas? It's somewhere in Vegas. I, I don't have all the info here. It's uh, the wedding planners for Brooke Hogan and her fiance Dallas Cowboys NFL player Phil Costa issued a press release describing their, their plans. Man, that's so tacky. That's not what I do. Wait a minute. You, That's not what I'd do. But you made a huge announcement about your retirement, and it was all a ruse, and this is a real engagement, even though she has a ruse of a marriage in TNA. Scott, how'd you feel when I gave that big announcement about retiring? I felt sad. Yeah, yeah. Where'd I do it? In the ring? Yeah. What's that ring mean to you? Uh, pain? Yeah, what's that ring mean to me? Um... What's the history I got with that ring? Uh... I got a lot of history with that ring, Humiliation? Don't I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been through trials and tribulations. Okay. When I do something important, I do it in a place where it matters, where people feel it resonating in their hearts. Like I'm a, a big guy. Like at strip clubs? No, man. The ring. Wrestling ring. Oh. You're going to do something important in a hotel room? You better make sure they don't find the body. What? You heard me. But they're getting engaged. They're probably going to make love at some point, but I don't think there should be a body involved. Hey, listen to me, man. It's just a metaphor. People are going to get engaged in Vegas. They might as well get married and stay in Vegas and make sure they have some sort of profitable career where they sell wedding kitschy bullshit to people. Are you into wedding kitschy bullshit? No, man, that's not what I do. I'm all about emotionally resonating things with people, events that matter, and then you swerve them. All right, well, look, Mark, what is it? If I was Phil Costa, I would have given Brick Hogan a ring. And then if I was... Brick Hogan? Yeah, Brick Hogan. Why do you call her Brick? Because that's what she do when she play basketball. That's what she's doing when she sings. That's what she does when she manages the divas. That's that's a Brick is you miss. Yeah, she missed big time. Mark, that's not very nice. I'm not a nice man. That's what I do. All right. Well, I'm just saying, we, we, you know, we joke, but we, we try not to say hey, mean Scott. things. What? Scott. Oh, yeah. Why don't you take a look at this little box right here? This little box? All right. Open it up. There's something special inside that right. I wanted right. you to have. All right. I'm opening up the box. That's a ring for you, Scott. This is a rather large ring. Yeah. It looks like it's from your personal collection. Marry me, Scott. This is the size of a bracelet for me. Put it on that bracelet and tell me you'll be mine. 
Mark Henry, thank you very much for the bracelet. I'm you're very... resisting, but I can feel that emotion welling inside you. Look, I I, re- I can feel that support you want to rain down and have rain down all over you. Look, I said previously, you want that love I, inside you. I can't even Say do. Yes, Scott I can't ride Space Say Mountain. Yes, I can't Nova. ride Space Mountain Say with Rick yes, Flair. No homo. Say Scott Nava. No homo. Then do the pro do the promo. No homo. Say Scott. Say yes, Scott Nava. I, 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 I can't. Do the caveat. Say no homo. Do the no homo promo and then say yes to me. I, I will marry you, Mark Henry. No homo. Yeah. Because that's what I do. I make emotionally resonant. Boom! Man, you just got slammed. <laughs> Stevie just slammed you. Ah, oh, God. Why would he do that to me when he was talking to you? Well, he slammed me last time. See, that's what I do. It's the swerve. It's the emotional connection and then it's the change. Thanks for terrifying us and hurting us still, Mark Henry. You're welcome. Is there a place I can sit down to put these boots back on? Preferably your car in the parking lot. Man, how am I going to get outside without my boots on? Uh, I, you could you could uh, wear these bananas as shoes. Those bananas ain't big enough. I'm going to need bundles of bananas. We have bundles of bananas in our bundles of bananas room. Oh, the, bananas, the bundles of banana bouncing room? Yeah. I'll be in there. Okay. See you guys later. Bye, Mark Henry. Bye, Scott Nova. I'm not... All right. Great. Now I'm married to Mark Henry. Uh, you know, engaged. All right. Well, I'm not happy about it. I wanted to date. Oh, well, I wanted to play the field. Scott, locked down. Oh, man. Well, now you don't have a chance with Brick Hogan, but maybe Madison Rain if her contract's up. Oh, so she'll have time to be at home and be disappointed in me? Oh, come on. You're not going to disappoint her. You got those long fingers. I do. Wow. Um, <laughs> Speaking of not disappointing, long finger out. Oh, I meant like you could get like stuff out of her eyes and stuff. Yeah. I All of that pink eye out. <laughs> Let me just use my finger to get this pink <laughs> eye out. Yeah, that's what you do, right? Old timey, uh, old timey remedies. Speaking of old timey remedies, what if there was a little guy, a pink guy? And I'm pink eye. I live in your eye. I'm made out of shit. <laughs> Sorry. I'm sure that guy would uh, be very helpful to someone. Uh, the Damn Good Wrestling Podcast with host Tom Anstey, the mind behind wrestling memes in front of the show. Uh, they are, it was formerly Bachamemia, where it was him and Matthew Gregg, but now it is the Damn Good Wrestling Podcast. Want to mention it on the show? I highly recommend it. They have us on every show. It's really cool uh, that Tom uh, allows us to be included into his podcast, the Damn Good Wrestling Podcast. You can hear curtain jerks on there, and you can hear him talk with other guests. Tom's an Englishman, so he's talking to people in the world of wrestling over in the UK. People that how are we going to talk to him? Skype? That don't work. No, because we don't know how it works. <laughs> exactly. So uh, you can listen to the first episode. He's talking with uh, Matthew Gregg from Botchamania. Botchamania. I see I'm already, I'm still combining the names. And uh, Catherine the Cat Miller from WrestleTalk TV, who I'm smitten with. Oh, I've heard about her. Yeah, but now I'm engaged to Mark Henry. Hey, ladies immediately can tell if you're in a relationship. There's just a confidence about you and they just find it very attractive. Oh, so they'll, they'll want to break it up or they'll Doesn't they have to break jealous? it up. They just sort of like, hey. That guy's good enough. Someone wanted him on lockdown. I, I got to know what the deal is. Well, uh, hopefully she'll be intrigued because I am intrigued. They, he's got a great podcast as well. We're checking out. They got an awesome theme song. It's fun to listen to. It's good stuff. Highly recommend it. I don't know anything about women. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So says the guy who's constantly in a relationship. That's because I respect them so much that I, hey, where did I put my shoes? <laughs> I'm I, lost. 
Uh, it is time for jerk tweets. Every week, go to twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. Hey, Skype sounds like what happens when you get a dog's ear caught in a car door. The noise that they make? Yeah. Skype, 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 Skype. Skype, Skype. I think that's probably where it came from. Yeah. Hey, you got to see this. I'll just point the camera at it. Z Shoe says, what wrestling move that isn't really used anymore, like Atomic Drops, do you want to see make a comeback? Hmm. I got one. Yeah? The patented Ric Flair ball grab. Ugh. Do you remember that? Yeah. When that was sort of a finisher? They put it in the video game as a finishing move, where he just... Full hand. I remember in the game, he grabs and then he shakes his head while he's talking to you. Like, oh, you didn't think this was going to happen. And the ref just frowns upon it. It's like, oh. Hands on his hips just going, Don't, oh, don't do on. that because you're not striking it. You're just grabbing it. It's like, well, I guess if you're, if you're going to grab him, that's just on you. But stop. I really like that move. That's PG friendly because that, you like don't that move? let Don't let uh, kids try this at home. Yeah. But I feel like that's the one they can get away with because they don't have the upper body strength. I think Wade Barrett should do that move. He looks that's like more it. fitting than Miz doing the figure four. Let Wade Barrett be this brawler that occasionally just like, <laughs> I'll grab you. Oh, crush your eggs? Yeah, just grab your bollocks. Yeah. And just crush them. And it'll poison your spunk. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. Uh, I like turn it, uh, turn it all neon orange. Uh, that means your body's staving off infection. Staving. Yeah. Um. Scissor leg takedown? No. Uh, <laughs> Frankensteiner. I really like the Frankensteiner. When Cena did that Frankensteiner to CM Punk on Raw for the number one contender. Yeah. That was awesome. Who I'd like to see more of that. By everybody or Cena. an individual? I have Cena, Ryback, Mark Henry. The bigger the guy, the better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Chris Bickley 5 says, what? Oh, and the powerbomb. Never see the powerbomb anywhere. Not the drop powerbomb. Not where the guy looks like he's landing on it. Not the guy landing on his ass, but like the jackknife powerbomb. Oh, the one where they just let them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one's that one's scarier. Yeah, where it's, I brought you up, hey, you're on your own. Tuck in. I'm not uh, gonna guide you. Belly to belly suplex re- release. Um, uh, Tyler Raines did that to who did he do that to? He did it on Raw. He did like a he tr- he did like a belly to belly release out of the ring. Tyler Rex. Tyler Rex. What? No, that's not right. Luther. Re- no, that's not right. Who's Luther the- Reigns? Tyler Rex. Who's the tall guy on the shield? Oh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Tyler Luther Roman. <laughs> it's the same fucking name. All Superman villains. All Superman villains, yeah. Uh, but he did the uh, that belly-to-belly release, but they both went out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you want just one released. Yeah. Forearm smashes? Never see forearm smashes anymore. You don't watch wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> There's no... F- what, what am I, I going to get a good forearm smash? Chris Bigley Five says, "What one moment slash match made you proud to be a wrestling fan, and what moment slash match made you embarrassed to be a wrestling fan?" Oh, and fuck you, Steve Sears, smiley face. Oh, no hashtag. No. Very direct. <laughs> yep. Um, let me see. I can. Uh, one of one moment that I can especially remember um, that made me really embarrassed. Uh, to be a wrestling fan was so watching Sunday Night Heat many many years ago with my my dad was in the room and was watching and it's that little opportunity you get when your parents or somebody that doesn't really like it and you hope for just the best show or just something interesting. Hey, so Scott, what are you interested in? Oh, you're watching wrestling, huh? Well, let's give this a sh- let's give you a shot. He's not a weekend dad. <laughs> I just want to let you. I just want to see what you're into. 
Well, I never get to see you. <laughs> I'm off always gambling and riding on the road. Your dad is so cool. He's, that's not my dad. Um, so we were watching Sunday Night Heat, and it was the culmination of the character of Just Joe. Did you ever see Just what? Joe? No. Ugh, terrible. Just Joe was a guy that looks like a couple of guys. He kind of looks like Todd uh, Kenley, uh, the Impact announcer. Um, just sort of a generic guy, regular build, and would do these segments where he'd come in and have a message for people. And it, he'd have some bit of information like to Triple H, they're like, hey, I just want to let you know I found out uh, – that you're in a tag team match tonight. Don't don't hurt the messenger. Don't kill the messenger. Who are you? Who who are you? I'm just Joe. Joe, J- just Joe. Oh, so he was like a a tech guy. Oh, like it's he was like he was a, a crew PA? guy, but yeah. it was it was slowly introducing this character that just had nothing to him, and he was always really dull and boring. And it culminated to his first wrestling match with Dean Malenko. Wow. A guy that can wrestle a broom and make it awesome, except this broom was called Just Joe and it didn't work. It was so terrible. I'm surprised it made it on the air. And my dad was just horrified of like how uninteresting and how bad it was. God, that sounds terrible. So that's my embarrassing moment where I'm like, yep, this is what I like. And you have to justify, oh, but this was bad. Why? Then why watch it? Yeah. Uh. God, I'm trying to think of a one that could match that. That sounds really terrible. Especially, it's really bad. It's and it's always I can't, a, I can't think girlfriend? of I can't think of not so much with girlfriends. Uh I can't think of specific moments, but it's the elements that are there. Like when you're it's always when you're it's never happens when you're watching alone. When you're alone, you're like, "Oh, it's wrestling. I can sort of deal. Yeah. Like I can pave over the cracks." But this when it it's always someone else is in the room or it's Yeah, when like, someone else is involved, then it's trouble. I think yeah, and when you're sort of feeling judged along with the product, that's what it's... Oh, these two things together, huh? Yeah. We'll um, do a good one, then. I got too many that are like, oh, I'm ashamed, oh, I'm ashamed, oh, I'm ashamed. Do a good one. Uh, Cena and Punk, that first time at Money in the Bank, was awesome. I was like, I'm excited again. And I was like, I never actually... I realized I was like, I never really felt this excited ever. Like, that was... It was like... It was a return to form that never quite actually existed, it felt like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H, uh, um, uh, Tombstone, pile-driving The Undertaker, and then say, and then doing, like, the it's over and sticking the tongue out and everything, and then right. kicking out. That was one of those great fucking, like, popcorn in the air, everybody cheering moments that was so great. So it... it- it getting you is a proud moment. Yeah. Yeah. When it gets you that anytime where you like, you forget what you're watching and it's like, you're not worrying about people getting botching or their push or whatever. It's like, Whoa, this is, I'm actually into it. You know, that's those moments are great. I can't think of a very specific one. Cause I, what I named were like ones from the last two years or so. And I feel like, uh, uh, like I remember when stone cold beat the rock at WrestleMania mm-hmm. and then he was, uh, when he did that heel turn, I remember feeling embarrassed because I was like that I was so invested and that I got so swerved, you know, mm-hmm. like that, like the embarrassment of like, oh, a heel turn. Oh, this makes me feel terrible. Like, I remember there was a time where when you I'd feel embarrassed because of how invested I was like in high school, I'd watch and I wouldn't have Ross. So I'd only get to watch Smackdown build up, build up, build up pay-per-view. 
And then it just was sort of like The Rock consistently getting his ass handed to him by the Triple H, Mm -hmm. uh, McMahon, Helmsley era. Like, that was just sort of like, that was a fucking cheese grater. No one could win, you know? God, they were such bad guys. They were such bad guys. Uh, Let me see. Bob Blah Blah 98 says, is the new one. Thank you, Bob Blah Blah. Oh, say it fast enough. I get it. Blah, blah, Bob blah. Bob blah, blah. 98 says, who would win in a fight and why? Brock Lesnar or a bull? Jesus Christ. Uh, I think Brock Lesnar could, could pull it out. You think he could pull out a bull? Yeah. I think. How does he beat the bull? Uh, I think he strangles it. <laughs> you think he chokes the bull? Yeah. I think he either chokes it or if he gets to one of the limbs, he could he could wrench a leg. Okay, so so what goes down? We're we're in the arena. Okay, so Lesnar is in there's, his trunk. There's uh, thousands of, uh, of of proud Mexicans there. Uh, Ricardo Let's Rodriguez. Make it Spain. Let's make it Spain. Oh, okay, Spain. Is that more traditionally? Yeah, traditionally. I don't I don't celebrate bullfighting. Okay. Okay, so we're in Spain. Uh, he's Madrid? wearing his trunks. We're in Madrid. We're in Madrid. Okay. We're in Madrid, and we're he's sitting wearing there. the we're Mickey Mouse VIP, hat. We're he's wearing the Mickey box. Mouse hat. He's got the Mickey Mouse hat. Well, right, but I'm saying we're there. We're in the VIP box. Mm-hmm. We're with Ricardo uh, Rodriguez, and because he's, he's on vacation. Yeah, he's on thirty day vacation. He's offering us some fat burners. Yeah, I declined because it's like I don't really have much. to do. I thought he said fat burgers, so I took all of them. <laughs> okay, and then uh, so we're ooh then, flavor pills. So then they're announcing the, the the match, and then we got Brock coming out. What is Brock in the? In the in the trunks, is he in full gear? Like, what's he? What's Shit, he I was going? gonna say trunks, but just the hat. Let's do full gear because that looks that sounds like it's awesome. Okay, so what's full gear? Is he got like one of his tank tops? No, he's wearing the tights. He's got like the buckled shoes. He's got the tiny little jacket that's oh, covered. Oh, he's in, in yeah. he's in bullfighting. Full gear, full gear. But sponsored by Jimmy John's, so that's yeah, Jimmy still John's, on there. Yeah, and uh, uh, on the back on the back is like a fucking bedazzled sandwich on this on the back of his jacket. Okay, um, I think. He's going to make make some beef jerky out of this bull. Yeah, no sword, no sword, no sword. Yeah, but he's got the he's got the uh, the red. He's got the um. It's got a special name. I don't know what Uh, the cape. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know what it's called either. So he's got that. I think he gets he lets the bull go past, and then he kicks it in in its side, and its insides explode. No, I I honestly think that if he wanted to, no battle here. I think he could wrestle a bull the same way that people wrestle like. You ever like at a rodeo? You know, see you see cowboys take cows down. Uh, capote or muleta for the for the cape? I believe so. I just googled it. All right, I think that he could do that. Or it's if also he, called a cape. Or if you really wanted to, I could imagine him just taking one of the legs and wrenching it as hard as he could in the wrong direction. You don't think he gets gored once? You think it's just a flawless victory? I think if you get gored once, it's game over. Not for Brock Lesnar, though. Really? See what I imagine is he gets gored once, like he doesn't. Uh, he gets cocky, you know. That's mm-hmm. what that's what Brock does. He gets cocky all the time. He thinks he can beat everybody, so he gets gored once, and the bull's just charging him up against the wall and slamming him against the wall, and then he starts to pull that horn out, and then takes the other horn. And you remember those things that uh, the training uh, package videos that he was doing with the Rock? Yeah, that he had those two sticks, and he was rowing his entire body. Oh, so he just six. separates them? So he separates that with the bull and then tears it in half. All right. Sounds good to me. I was also going to say if we, if the one cheat I would give him is a, a pair of brass knuckles. 
because I'd love to watch Brock Lesnar. Does he distract the uh, Spanish uh, bullfighting referee? Yeah. Like, oh, look over there. I'd love to watch it. What happened? What happened? Boo! He used brass knuckles. I'd love to watch Brock Lesnar punch a bull in the face with with brass knuckles. (laughs) An angry, an evil bull, not just like a placid bull. Not a Ferdinand. Right. Yeah. But like the bull from the uh, Looney Tunes cartoons. Wasn't that called Ferdinand? No, Ferdinand, you read Ferdinand the Bull, right? That, oh, yeah. That's a Just popular... remind me, I mean, the listeners of what that was. Ferdinand the Bull was a peaceful bull who lived in the countryside in Spain, and they uh, he got stung by a bee, and this road agent saw him kicking up a storm. And Al Jolson? Super, super pissed. Yeah, Al Jolson. Oh. And then he got captured, and he got taken to a big bullfight. And he liked to sit in the field and, fl- and smell flowers. But when they got to the uh, to the bullfighting ring, he just wanted to sit there and smell all the uh, the pretty women's flowers in their hair. And so all these guys came out and yelled at the bull trying to get him angry. Oh, this is a Disney cartoon then. I know I've seen it in some animated form. Really? I think so. Because it's a, I, it was a children's book. <laughs> I don't read. Uh, and then, yeah, now that I think about it, they let him go at the end. But honestly, if they couldn't get the bull to do anything, they just would have poked him with spears until he got pissed. And then they would have killed him. As is their way. Ah, what a culture. And this has been Jerk Tweets. <laughs> um, you know, we, we've been putting off for a little while, but uh, we uh, do a segment every so often on the show called Ask Macho. And that's where you, the listener, can email us or tweet us or uh, Facebook us something that you want uh, to ask Macho Man because we'll have him on the show. And he answers. Uh, and we have this from Alex uh, Klimkowitz. Ooh, so many bananas in that room. Huh? Yeah. Wait a minute, Macho Man. Are the bananas still there? Uh, no, the bunches are gone. No. no but the no. singles are still there. The single bananas, yeah, but all of the bunches, yeah. All right, Macho taken. Man. Yeah. You are welcome. Big Gorilla came in and took them. Uh, Big Gorilla, yeah, Silverback. Yeah, that's what he told me. He said one time I was okay. known as Sexual Chocolate, another time I'm known as a Silverback Gorilla. Gosh, man, I always. Mark Henry. I always assume racism. I just, I'm oh, sorry, no, Macho no, Man. no, 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 I'm not being uh, racist. No, he's Silverback. Oh, yeah. All right, stole Macho all man. the bananas. Well, th- th- any single bananas that are left, you're welcome to have. Uh, Alex. I what? assume I, I will get a paycheck for my appearance. On the bananas? Uh, yeah, I will get paid in bananas and in paycheck. This uh, is why I'm not in the main event mafia. They don't have any money for me. Well, uh, we can pay you in bananas and greenbacks. I'm going to take these grapes, too. Uh, a lot of those have been in uh, Sting's mouth. I, hey, a grape is a grape. <laughs> you know what, Sometimes you're under a foot and it's wine. You're right. You're right. Uh, one of our listeners named Alex uh-huh. wants to ask you this. Mm-hmm. He wants to ask about the cobra that bit you back in the day. Mm, yeah. I always assumed that it shriveled up and died since Savage's blood would be too toxic for any normal animal to consume. Also, I'd ask Macho, what sort of animals would be suitable for modern-day superstars? Jake had a snake, and the Bulldogs had Matilda. So, for instance, would Kofi have a fiery phoenix, or would that draw too many comparisons to Coco Beware? Obviously, the great Kali should walk to the ring Kali? With... What? Kalu Kali Kali! Yippee hooray! That's right. What's a Kali? What? Huh? The great Kali. Oh, Kali! Kali, the oh, great Oh, yeah, Kali. yeah, I met that guy. Uh, the great Kali should walk... Who? <laughs> Kali Kali! That's racism. Okay. Uh, obviously, the great Kali should walk to the ring with a giraffe, but what is the animal that most represents Cena or Swagger or Macho Man himself? Ooh, all right, dude. I'm bombarded. I'm bombarded. Uh, 
Uh, the, the cobra that bit me a long time ago, Jake the Snake, uh, he had bite me, uh-huh. Yeah, it died. It did die. Yeah. Couldn't handle it. Couldn't ha- handle the, ma- the macho blood? Yeah. And also, I had, a I had, a VD at the time. Really? I had VD and the snake died of VD. I gave a snake VD. What, uh, venereal disease did you give the cobra? Uh... Well, I assume it's one of the bloodborne ones. So probably was it syphilis? Oh uh, yeah, I had a touch of syphilis at the time. Mm-hmm. It, it you know it was the time back then. Every all the guys had syphilis. Well, it's easy to get rid of. It's just you take a couple of pills. Yeah, you uh, take a couple of pills, syphilis goes away, or you let a cobra bite you, and then you get it out of the cobra. Yeah. So then you have a cobra that has syphilis. Yeah. When is it gonna get amoxicillin? Am I right? No. Uh, yeah, you are right. When is it gonna get it? It never got it because it died. That's right. It's dead. Yeah. So it died of a uh, uh, macho syphilis my uh, macho that sounds like a very powerful syphilis it is a it's the most powerful syphilis there needs to be a cure well cobras well it's not a cure it's a it's a it's a remedy it is a remedy cobra cobra venom is a remedy so which animal would best suit uh john cena Ooh, an animal an animal yeah so everybody's gotta have a mascot right so you need an animal for john cena a man who was all about hustle uh, loyalty and respect. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I would say a beagle. A beagle. Yeah. A loyal beagle a for loyal John Cena. Loyal beagle. All right. Okay. Yeah. Something uh, like uh, he, he can. Uh, he has big floppy ears. He can sleep on top of the roof of a doghouse. Uh, you know, and getting some misadventures with a with a little bird. Uh, it sounds like you're describing Snoopy. Yeah, you should have Snoopy, huh? I think Snoopy would be a great mascot to go along with John Cena. Yeah, because both of them are boring. That's right. Yeah, they're vanilla. They're very vanilla. And you're like, ah, oh, it's going to be funny now. Nope, not funny. He needs a tiger like Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, no, no. You save a tiger for somebody else. All right. Uh, how about Jack Swagger? Jack Swagger. Hmm. Uh, ooh, yeah, Jack Swagger. He's a, he's a, an American guy. He's a wrestler. Uh huh. He's got a singlet. Uh, and he uh he spits uh, he spits when he talks. Uh, crocodile. All right, I can see that a crocodile. I would have said a Dilophosaurus from Jurassic Park. Oh, good. Good luck finding one of those. Yeah. I got a lot of money and I asked for it. I called up Sam Neagle personally and I said, "Give me one of them Dilophosaurus." What'd he say? He said, "Uh, please stop calling me." He's a good actor. He's a very good actor. Very he's good one actor. of my favorites. Yeah, me too. I like him a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's like a bullfighting on Memoirs of an Invisible Man. He's, uh, there's a Chevy Chase with the coat, and he holds it oh, up. Oh, yeah, then, that's right. And he dives for it, and he dies. Oh, that's Spoiler good. alert. Very cool. Uh, yeah, give Jack Swagger two crocodiles. He wears them like shoes and rides them oh, in like, like water Croc- skis. Oh, like Master from G.I. Joe. Exactly, like Croc Master. That's what Jack Swagger should be. Okay. Swagmaster. And for you, Macho Man, what animal best should be uh, should accompany you? Uh, I already have one. What's that? Elizabeth. Oh, come on. Yeah, come on. Oh, ball and chain, She's a, she is an animal. She's a sweet lady. Yeah, but sometimes late at night in the bedroom, she's an animal. Oh, I got you, Macho Man. Putting venom in me what yeah sometimes she puts venom in me and sometimes they put venom in her well that's at least you're playing fair yeah it's, it's a level playing field you got to have the dirt on the mound in order to play ball she's old enough there's mound dirt oh i got you now i understand if you she's got she's got she's got dirt on her mound i play ball in her okay 
I, I see it. I see what you're going, Macho yeah, Man. Look, everything's on the up and up legal. You seem to be giving me the stink eye. About no, this. I'm not giving you the stink eye at all. Look, I have a baseball bat. And she's got a dirty mound, and we're all good to go. All right, Macho Man, I believe you. Look, I once went in her dugout, and everything was cool. And then the coach came in and said, "Why don't you pinch run?" And I said, "All right, I'll do it." And I, I ran inside of her. Look. These baseball similes. Yeah, I feel be... like these similes might have gotten a little. Uh, Look, I, I know so I little chew about tobacco, spoon. and sometimes I spit in her spittoon. Okay, yeah, that I understand. Okay, well there we go. We're on the same page. Of course, Macho Man. Page seven. Uh, I was on page four. Oh, get out of here with your pages. All right, I'm out of here. Audible. That's a sta- That's a sponsor still, right? That, we still got Audible. We what happened audible to you? Things. You got a frog in your throat? Oh, there's your mascot right there. Uh, no, Steve Sears uh, got a frog. I think it's the Yana Orange. The human sent a frog. That's three three very unhappy frogs. Yeah. Yeah. With their tongues way down in one another. Way up in one another. Yeah, there you go, catching flies. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. Good one, Macho Man. Well, so there you go. And and to close out for the show, we've been reading these embarrassing wrestler stories uh, that you guys have been sending in. They're awesome. We love them. And if I could zoom out the type on my computer, I could, uh, but I can't. So let me see here. Uh, I've got one from... What'd you do? You zoomed it out. You zoomed out my type. Nope, now you zoomed it in, you asshole. Uh, All right. Uh, From Benjamin Urieh. Urieh. He phonetically put it there for me. You guys know I have the worst time pronouncing your guys' names. (laughs) Why doesn't David Smith or John... Holmes write me. John Holmes, the yeah. porn star? Yeah, I'm sure Because he died of AIDS in the 80s. Oh, that's right. He should have had a cobra. Um, so, Benjamin Ur- <laughs> Benjamin Urier. Benjamin Urier sent me this story about... Uh, he says, Last year, I went to see WWE Live in London. Overall, the show was decent. But after the show, I saw all the fans crowding around these men l- who looked like JTG and Titus O'Neil. Well, I got their autographs and that and took pictures with them. I then asked a worker if there are any more wrestlers coming out. He said, no, those people are just druggies from a local famous band. How embarrassing. Wow. That's a good one. That That is is a a really good one. That's better than going out to them and then not being able to tell them apart. Yeah, that's at least you just assume it was those guys and you ran with it and you went, yeah, I got their photos. Like, no, that's not them. Yeah, those guys aren't wrestlers. <laughs> so that must be a gigantic fucking band. Yeah. It's just the tallest guys on the planet. <laughs> yeah. So just tall and ripped. They're called broad shoulders. <laughs> so thank you, Benjamin, for sending in that story. And please send us more embarrassing wrestling stories. We'll read them right on the podcast. Um, and that's that wraps up this week. What an epic. It is an epic. And who knows what will happen next week with TNA? Will there be more guys gone? What's your... Take a guess right now. Who's mm. the next person getting cut from TNA? Gosh. Uh, oh, Oh, Tom Kedley got cut, too. I found out a little bit ago. Totally on the hush well, his hush. last name's Kindling. What do you think? Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think they're really going to drop aces and eights. I think they've really had not All enough. of them? Yeah, all of them. Just You'd all of aces think that that's eights. what they would try and say. Realistically, it's like, we're doing cuts, and aces and eights is out of here, troublemakers. <laughs> We're going to keep selling the shirts and making money, but you guys are gone. It's like uh, if WWE was like, you know what? There's a lot of real mean people around here. A lot of heels. And we're firing all of them. (laughs) 
I'm going to say D'Lo Brown. Really? Mm-hmm. But he's he does so much behind the scenes. Well, you know what? They brought Crimson back on television just recently after a year, and they still fired him. That's they true. had a new gimmick and everything for him. They've been, feral pants. They've been practicing it and rehearsing it. <laughs> got a wonderful, wonderful bit for you. And he got let go. So who, who do you guess? Jeez, uh, Gunner, maybe? Will you go Gunner? Yeah, it's a little bit higher than I would normally, but I think it might be a Gunner. Well, all right. Hey, everybody, tweet us who you think's gone from TNA yeah, next. Tweet who you think is going to lose their job and livelihood to us, and we can <laughs> guess and postulate. And then we can try and get them on the podcast. And then when they listen to back episodes, go, why the fuck were you guys guessing on my career? And uh, yeah, on my fucking life. That's all I ever wanted to do, and I got fired after you guys guessed it. I hope your podcast fucking eats its own ass. Oh, come on. Oh, man, our podcast is eating its own ass. <laughs> so uh, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. What a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedy podcast network.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to it. huge yes yeah, it makes us a global phenomenon Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.